Clint Hubbs of VaultQuest.com. Jason Swain of the Swain event running the show. We've got uh, Kate Mays down on the right, and we've got Darnell Wright here on the left. Guys, thanks for being here tonight. Welcome to Tennessee Prime. How is everybody feeling on this Tuesday evening? Wonderful. I'm good. Feeling great. Well, I'm in the cockpit. You ready to go? This one, <laughs> Darnell's a little. Darnell's a little excited here. I'm not sure what's going on. Must, I'm a must have been a good day on the practice field. Must have. Uh, must have been a good morning. Must have been good meetings. Let, let's let's put a bow tie a little bit on the Florida game, Kate. Uh, before we talk about some other stuff, when we went back and watched the film, what what was the takeaway? Good. What was the takeaway? Negative or, or concerning? Or the things to correct from the Florida game? Yeah, you know some good things we did. Uh, we played hard, um, just left plays out there, you know, kind of the same thing with the pit game, just one guy, whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, just, you know, me not finishing my block, not holding the block for just a second longer, make that run spit, or, you know, somebody dropping a pass, missing a throw, just all those things. It's just when all 11 guys aren't, you know, clicking as one, you know, you leave, field, you leave plays out there on the field, so... It's just something we're working out every day to, you know, not let those let those plays. Uh, we need to make those plays. I, I know nobody's into moral victory. So I mean, you, you, you go get on the you go get on the airplane to go win, and, and that's sure. what you're you're about, whether you're a favorite or not favorite. But but is there when you watch the tape? Do you feel positive about things going on? Do you feel like things are moving in the right direction in terms of your development, in terms of the offensive line's development? Uh, yes, sir. Um, when you when you watch the film, you see you see little things that we do good that are just as good as anybody in the country. You don't see what you see on film is not you don't see a team that can't compete or a team that's not talented enough. You, you just see a team that kind of needs to get out of its own way most of the time. So, Kate, how do you do that? I mean, how do you not let stand in your getting in your own way be an issue where you get in your own way? You know what I'm saying? For sure, just preparation. You know, we're a, we're a really young team got a lot of young guys a lot of new faces that just came in the building and we haven't we haven't played very much ball together you know I mean it's hard to you know be on the same page with all 11 guys if you haven't you know a lot of teams they play with you know the same 11 people for three years in a row and you know we're just all we're all kind of fresh a lot of people in new positions a lot of people just got just got to Tennessee you know we're all learning the same playbook and um, it's just hard when you know, you haven't got, had them, had that many like plays under your belt together. Does it feel like it's slowing down? I mean, I know you guys play fast. We all talk every day about fast, fast, tempo, fast. But the game itself in this system, does it feel like it's slowing down for you guys? Um, I would say, from a standpoint of knowing what you got to do and knowing what the person next, what knowing what everything, why everything is done, like knowing why. Maybe you're setting firm, and because it's QB, QB drop is only five yards. Knowing like, knowing all the little details of everything definitely slows the game down. Uh, as far as that goes, so. yeah, I'll agree. Just knowing what everybody's doing, knowing why plays are happening, like everything happens for a reason. Like on the football field, like and everything ties into one. So knowing why, why your job is important for someone else's job to be, you know, successful, definitely slows the game down a little bit. But as far as tempo. No, it's, it's still fast. Well, that's going to be fast. But, I mean, sure. just the, the why and because you're not going to slow down, but the understanding of why you're doing yeah, things. How, how important is that as opposed to knowing, okay, 
when he calls this play, I'm supposed to do this, as opposed to here's what the other three guys are supposed to do yeah. so we can adjust if something's not exactly right. It's definitely important, you know, if you know why your job is so important, because everyone's job is equally important, but if you know why your job like is important for someone else to succeed, you know, it makes you want to do your job even more because, you know, if you don't do your job, this the person who's getting the ball is not going to succeed or the play the team's not going to succeed, you know, it it definitely is crucial. All, all you hear guys is, is is different when you get into SEC play. Could you could you guys tell the difference between Pitt defensive line uh, and Florida's defensive line first game in SEC play? Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Just, I mean, the SEC is the best, the best conference in the country. You know, I mean, you're getting, you're getting a dude, eleven dudes every single week. I mean, it's a grown man's game. So, I mean, you definitely see a difference there. But I mean, Pitt definitely had a really good defense, um, really good playmakers. You know, good D line. But you know, you see those teams in the SEC. You know, there's just and the biggest difference in the SEC and like different conferences is like. Every defense in the SEC is too deep, solid. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like I mean, they roll out one D line and bring in one that's just as good. So I mean, that's that's what's so much different about SEC play because like other conferences, you know, they might their front four might be really good, but then you know they bring in there might be a little drop off on the depth. Yeah. But SEC play, you know, they bring, run those four out, run four more that are just as good in. So sure. Is it is the biggest difference in SEC play, but besides what you're saying, Kay, that just from an individual player. Is it their, their strength or is it their quickness? What, what's the biggest difference when you get into league play? Uh, to be honest, when you when you go up against a team, uh, no matter who you're playing, they're going to play hard, right? They're going to they're going to. It's not like you're going to go against somebody that's not that's uninterested. You know what I'm saying? So, what sets other teams apart or what sets other players apart is some of the intangibles. Like, I mean, some guys you can tell when you look at some guys how they're built, how just. The resources that they have, that their team has in the SEC, how all these teams have all these resources to build players. You can you can look and you can see a difference when you're playing against uh, certain teams. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for, for you playing outside, is it the quickness factor? I mean, everybody, I mean, there's a there's a level of strength. There's a level of strength. Is there a yeah, quickness I mean, and agility that's the difference in this league? No, the difference in this league, I think, is, you know, comes down to the technical things. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, everybody that gets recruited to go play college football, you know, a lot of defensive ends are going to be between that 4-5 to 4-8 range, and then they're all going to be 6-4, 6-5, you know, so, I mean, it's more of the technical things, like how they use their hands, you know, how they set up their moves with their feet, how they line up. So it's like it's very technical in that aspect. And, and uh, really, I think, like, what sets people apart is their hand usage. Like, that's that's what probably, in my opinion, sets people apart. And their ability to bend, like bend around the edge. Like, once they clear your hands, they can bend. Yep. That's what I mean. That's special. Usually, usually SEC venues Saturday night, um, typically are loud, most of them. Uh, the Swamp is one of those venues that's considered loud. Was it was it that case on Saturday for you guys? Did you have difficulties communicating? Uh, usually they affect the offensive line and the offense, uh, but did, did you guys feel like it affected you any? Yeah, it was definitely loud. Um, it was definitely loud, definitely affected us on a couple plays. You know, center not hearing the clap, and because the center is right behind the quarterback, or right in front of the quarterback, and so when the quarterback claps, like the tackles and the guards can hear it because there's, there, I mean, the, that sound is going out. But the center, you know, he's standing right, in, right in front of him, and you know, it's hard to hear with yeah. your helmet on and stuff. So, you know, you might go with, um, 
but you hear the clap as a tackle when you go, but the center can't hear it, so he doesn't snap it. So, I mean, yeah. it definitely affects that. And then, like, a lot of people wouldn't know this, but, like, Darnell can attest to this. Like, when you're out there, like, when the crowd gets rocking and stuff, everything sounds like a clap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're really just kind of, you're really, just, I mean, you, wow. you can attest to that too. Because yeah. yeah. you're, waiting, like, you're waiting for any type of sound so you can fire off the ball. It's not like you're, you're not registering, oh, that was a clap. You're registering, oh, that was a sound. It sounded like a clap. Like, I'm going to go. the ball. Well, because you know that guy's coming. I mean, you, you can't sure. be late. And, and you're right? not watching the ball. He's watching the ball. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you hear – I mean, you're watching him. He's got his eyes tucked in there on the ball. So, you hear something that sounds like a clap. And, like, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel like you guys managed it overall pretty well? I mean – We did. I mean, yeah. we had a couple false starts. Just like every – you know what I'm saying – uh, tested our, like our crowd, you know what I'm saying? When when our crowd's rocking, you're going to have problems. Like, that's how, that's how it is. You got to, you, you're going to have problems here. And, like, you know what I'm saying? When, when it's that loud, you're just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Unless you got superhuman ears. It just comes with the game. Like, it's just know. part of it. Yeah, it's just part of it. I mean, you're, I mean, it's a night game in the SEC. You know, I mean, playing the top 10, top 15 team. I mean, their, their stands are going to be rocking. I mean. Really, anytime you play in the SEC at a night game, I mean, it's going to be jumping and it's hard to hear. Like, it just, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, just the way it is, right? Just the way it is. Um, Darnell, when, like, when was the, the, the moment for you when you realized, like, oh, this is, this is not Huntington, West Virginia. This is, this is, <laughs> this is different football. We all, you know, I've been through that before uh, as a freshman, first day of practice. Uh, was it the first day of practice or, First, first game, first scrimmage, whatever. But what was that moment that you realized, like, this is not high school anymore. This is different. This is big boy football. What was that moment like for you? Uh, yeah, I would have to uh, go back to my freshman year. I would say it would have to. It would be in practice. Uh, I remember. I always knew I was. I'm quick on my feet. You know what I'm saying? And there was a. It was a. I forget who it was. It was probably DT. I remember going against him a lot. He, he maybe did a. He was fast, but he, he did a move with his hands, and I don't remember when I was, I was a freshman, but he just did something that just like – I, I had never had somebody use their hands, like really use them. Like, it's like Mr. Miyagi? Yeah, like <laughs> really move my hands off of him and, you know what I'm saying, like – Wax on, wax yeah, off Yeah, like – and it was like – I was like, I didn't know what he did. I mean, obviously you learn, you learn over time, but like, what? I was confused. You were just used to knocking guys down, right? Yeah. Across, I mean, you know, high school – right, Kate? I mean, you come yeah. in and it's just like, I'm just going to pancake the For guy sure. across from me. I'm not worried about it. Whole different game. And then you get out there and the guy's like, wait a minute, I, I didn't get my hands on him. What, what just it's happened? Night, it's night and day between yeah. high school and college. It's not even – it's not even relatively in the same ballpark, yeah. honestly. But we, we all go through that, you know, as players, when you go up against someone – that you see play on Sundays. For you, that was Daryl Taylor. For you, I'm pretty sure it was someone at Georgia when you first got there. Now you sure. see him playing on uh, on Sundays. Yeah, my first uh, quick story. Yeah. My first practice at Georgia, Roquan Smith, top ten pick, ran right by me. Like I never even touched him. <laughs> like never even got close. And I was like, oh, man, this is gonna be a long <laughs> four years. And that, I mean, I didn't even see him. But yeah, just off yeah. topic. I'm, I'm a Bears fan, so I, I like I like Roquan Smith. Now I do. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was going up against Jabari Greer, who was NFL DB, won the Super Bowl with the Saints. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember, like, running a route, and I'm like, yo, does he know what I'm running? <laughs> Is he in the, in, the, in the huddle with me? I mean, he's right in my hip pocket counting the change, man. So sure. we all go through that. You go up against somebody that you wind up seeing playing on Sundays, man. It's a part of playing in the SEC that makes it, makes it so special. All right, Darnell, you talk about the the resources that they have in the SEC. For you, what was the adjustment like 
to committing to using all the resources. Because, look, let's face it, you were quicker, you were bigger than everybody right. in Huntington. I mean, I was up there to high school, saw you coach, hung out. I, I get I get it. You know what I'm saying? You were bigger. When was the moment where you were like, I mean, was it the Daryl Taylor moment? Was there a moment where you said, you know what, i, I got to use all the resources in front of me, whether it's getting my weight, you know, where it needs to be, working on this, that. When was that moment where you like, okay, this is I just I got to I got to do a lot more to be an SEC player because it is night and day different like Cade was talking about. Um, I'm not sure if it would be a, an exact moment, but it was just a realization. Like when you're in the weight room and say even even on my one of my first days working out with the team, like I, I didn't even really make it through the workout, and I saw everyone else like crushing it. Obviously, older guys because I just got there, but older guys crushing the workouts and just like yes. being able to just. Just seeing what is possible and then realizing where you're at. Like, I wasn't even – I was crashing out, you know what I'm saying, when there's still 30 minutes left in the workout. Like, you realize that what you can be because you see what other people have, have been doing. How do you not let that get discouraging? But Because, I mean, again, you were five-star. Cade, you were that way. I mean, you know, you got – I mean, everybody just assumes, right, that, that, you're gonna, that you're the man right out of the gate. And, and then all of a sudden you realize, I, I got a long ways to go. At, at, to play in the SEC at my position, how did you not let it discourage you? Um, you, you? You really take it. You take it as motivation, especially when you talk to the older guys and you see they'll come up to you. They'll tell you, "Well, I was just I was in your shoes once before too, and I stepped to this path and I did these things right." And then you can be what you see. You can be just like it. You know what I'm saying? They give you the they give you the passwords. They give you the keys. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I mean, how important is that old? What was that older guy for you? I mean, I know you don't want to talk about Georgia life, but I mean, just going down there to have older guys to to, sure. to, to, to guide you through it. That yeah. you're like, okay, wait a minute, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, like you said, like five stars, highly recruited and stuff. So you're like, when you're in high school, coming out, you sign to college, you're in the top top of the totem pole, and then you know you enroll, you're back down to the bottom. I mean, you're starting from square one. So just having those guys that you can look up to that, you know, do things right, that they, they're where you want to be. And, you know, I was, I was blessed enough to be around in an O-line room, you know, two first-round picks, a lot of people drafted off that, off that roster. And just seeing how those guys worked, how they, you know, went about their business and what they did, it just, you know, it, it keeps you motivated. It keeps you seeing, you know, this is where I want to go and this is what I have to do to get there. I mean, we all we all we all have that moment where we a freshman and we the bottom of the totem pole and you and they kind of got to learn from the older guy. I uh, feel like you kind of drinking water off a of fire hydrant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now you guys have, especially UK, you, you know, you're old man now. Uh, Darnell second year, but like, what is what's some advice that you're going to give to some of the younger players when those younger players come for you, come to you for advice? What's some of the first things that you're going to tell them? My biggest advice was take every day, like it would be don't ever waste a day. Because like, I mean, I remember yesterday I was coming out of high school. I mean, it, it goes like that. Yeah. So don't ever waste a day. Don't ever take a day for granted. Um, you know, live where your feet are mm. and just take every day to, you know, get one step better. Focus on one thing. It, might, it doesn't have to be in football. Yeah. You know, it could be something in your personal life. You want to get better at something, One like one thing a day get better at it you know take a step don't take a step back take a step forward and and you know just live where your feet are and just enjoy every day Mm. Mm. yeah i'd say i'd say advice i'd give uh just like that you know i would i would let i'll let it be known let it be apparent that 
it's it's a it's a it's a consistent choices on a consistent basis that it's going to form your habits. So you might as well do it now. You don't want to you don't want to do it later on and have to be behind the ball. Like just just dive into it and then dive into the deep water, see where it takes you, and it's going it's not going to do anything but benefit you in the long run. Words from Fat Patty. <laughs> <laughs> I that mean, was hard. Though, hey, I'm quote that. I want to. I want to tell a story. Okay. okay so, okay. so, I go to Huntington, West Virginia, to interview oh, this man. guy. All okay. Right. I mean, it, you talk about growth and maturity, and you talk about living in the moment and enjoying. I mean, getting getting him to say anything yeah, w- w- was a challenge. Like, like, For sure. I mean, he was so un- uncomfortable. That you just didn't even want to, you just didn't want to yeah. talk about anything. Yeah, I and 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 now you're you know you're on a show giving advice to people, like quality <laughs> advice to people. Quality too. I mean, quality. <laughs> I swear, like my first four months, like when I got here, because you know we went to quarantine and stuff. Like, like I don't think me and Darnell probably said. 10, 20 words to each other, like, wow. the whole time. I bet he and didn't then, say 100 words the first month he was on campus. I'm serious. And then, like, and then like he just started breaking out of his shell, man, and now, like, we're just so close. Man, never stops talking. It's <laughs> awesome, though. What, I mean, what's, what's, the, what's the switch? I mean, what, why are you suddenly more comfortable? Um, I, w- I wouldn't say I would say I'm suddenly more comfortable. Still, it takes me, I don't know. It's something I'm working on, obviously. Everybody works on their own little thing, so uh, just – being around new people, you know what I'm saying, I've learned to – I know how it feels just to, like, be comfortable in a situation and actually show, like, who you are, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes when you're uncomfortable, you think – you like, you overthink, like, what should, what should you say in this moment? You don't want to come off as this type of guy or, you know what I'm saying, just overthinking everything. If you just let it flow, you'd be straight. You know so, so Hubs, you say you went uh, up to Huntington, and, you know, he didn't talk much. Uh, both of these guys were highly recruited, which means they probably started to get contact uh, as early as freshman, sophomore year. And there's a time where you like you enjoy the attention. You get the letters. You got people calling you. Hey, Darnell. Hey, Kay. Like everybody is loving up on you. At what point were you like, yo, this is all right, I'm, I'm done. For this guy, day yeah. two. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> day, oh, yeah, it's enough. For day two for him. Day? I mean, yeah, he was done. He never liked You never liked it, did you? Yeah, not – not really. I mean, not necessarily. I hated it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I wasn't. This. I wasn't. I mean, you were. You were grateful for the offers and grateful right, right, for the right, opportunity. Right. But the process part of it. Yeah, you, it was, you, you were not interested in talking to, to ten coaches on a Tuesday night. Yes, sir. I, I mean, was, you, it, it, from day one, that didn't do anything for you, did it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. It's the know. truth. I get it, man. <laughs> I, I, I was grateful. I was always grateful. You know oh, what I'm no, saying? No, and I'm, I would. I would talk to him. I would. You know. I wouldn't just hang up the phone. But you know what I'm saying? I would just. I don't know, something was, about. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Hey, Darnell, you going to come visit? <laughs> <laughs> gonna get you I never knew what to say. Like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to get there. Like. When, when did you have that moment where you were like, yeah, it was cool at first, but now it's annoying. Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of this. Yeah, first, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of like Darnell. Like, I didn't – like, I wasn't big on the process. Like, I, I mean, I committed to Tennessee as a – Sophomore? Sophomore? Yeah. Sophomore? Okay. So I committed as a sophomore, shut it down, didn't talk to any schools. I would just come up here, you know, visit. I had really good friends on the team, so, you know, I loved hanging out up here. So I come up here and visit, hang out, yada, yada, yada. But, like, the whole process of talking to coaches and stuff, like, it, I, I was like Darnell. I wasn't about it. And then, you know, things happened, whatever, and um, 
and then you know it opened back up but still I wasn't I wasn't about it I picked three schools and you know that was my process I didn't take five officials I took three and you know I, I kept my recruitment small just because you know I didn't want to waste anybody's time like I didn't want my time wasted you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so. yeah yeah I mean it's annoying when you think about it it's like Come on, man. Talk. Are you gonna, you're just going to kill me the rest of the show. No, 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 not you. Not you. <laughs> no, talking no, no. To we were annoying. No, we, not uh, you. Talking to no. coaches. It's okay. It's no. not going to hurt my feelings. For, for me, like, I like talking to you because, I, you know, this, this, this is going to age. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Look, when y'all, do you remember when y'all came down to uh, Huntington and y'all wanted me to, uh, you wanted me to take a picture and you wanted me to, like, stretch my arm. You wanted me to stretch my arms yeah. out or something like that. Uh, Michael George I style. remember, like, in my mind, I was thinking, like, I don't want to stretch my arms out all the way. Because I, I don't want to, like, I don't even want you. I don't even, like, why do you care how long my arms are? But, like, obviously now I know, like. You know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it was one but of those. It was just so, it seemed so weird to me, like, you want me to stand here and. Like, I don't know. It was just yeah. some I, things were so weird. I remember talking. You can you, Hold on. You can age me in just a second. Let me finish this. this oh, this I can't story. wait. I can't you can wait. Age me. Come on. So, <laughs> it was, I remember talking to your coach, and he was like, listen, Darnell has no idea what he can do. Like, he has no idea. He really doesn't understand the, 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 the talent level he has. You know, it, it's like he's he's just – he was almost it was, you were almost too comfortable in the moment like you you had a hard time seeing and having kind of a vision of what it could be three years removed from high school or two years removed from I, high I school I never planned on I never I didn't play I didn't play middle school football I played youth league football but I just and I never really watched football like I, I, I obviously I wasn't ignoring it but I never that was really never my interest like just, I just wanted to hoop yeah I was, I was a hooper and I don't know I just he I, like he, he still he likes science too. Just don't let him tell you. He still like probably the like for his size, pound for pound, the freakiest like athlete I've ever been around. Like the stuff that he can do, like never like I've been around some really good football sure. players. I mean, top five pick, bunch of first rounders. Like the stuff that he can do, pound for pound, I've never seen anybody do anything close to like what he can do. Same. But All right, go ahead, age me. Can I age you a little but, bit? Yeah, then we'll get back to what people want to hear. Let's go ahead. So this will be entertaining. I don't want you to be offended I'm not about be about how the recruiting process was annoying because I was I I used to love talking to Hubs because he would call and I thought Hubs controlled the star ratings <laughs> and so like I was a four star on Rivals and like a five star on ESPN so like I would be super nice to Hubs right like hey. Hey, Mr. Hubs, how you doing, man? Whatever you want to know, I answer whatever question you got. I got all the time in the world for you, my man. But the coaches, like I would get phone calls from, you know, Arkansas. I ain't trying to go to Arkansas. And I ain't trying to go to this school or that school. So, like, those calls were doing. But Hubs calls, I love his call. I was trying to sweet talk him to that fifth star. I'm, you I'm, guys didn't have to do that, though. He already gave it to I'm, you. I'm glad to know that's why you answered. I thought you liked me, you know. I always yeah, I like thought you liked like, me. I like, no, you didn't. I like, you, you, were I like. looking, you were looking for a star. <laughs> hey, t talking about being comfortable, and he was talking about how crazy of an athlete you are, how big of a deal was it for you to move to the left side and go back to your high school number? Um, uh, it was a it was a big deal for me. Because um, you always played left in high school, right? Right, right, right. It was a uh, coming. It's different when you when you come into college. You don't come in. Well, at least I did. A lot of people do, but you don't come in and say, "This is what I'm going to do." You don't. You know what I'm saying? You're not telling the coaches what you're going to do. You're trying to listen. You're trying to find out what does the team need me to do. What does the team need me to be? And 
they need me at right tackle, they need me to play quarterback, I don't know. Whatever they needed me to do, I was going to do it, you know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're a young guy like that. But now, like, after I had already developed, you know what I'm saying, at right tackle to switch to left, it was, it was almost really scary for me because it was like, I didn't know if I could do it. Like, you just don't know. You don't know if you have it in you to do it. But then, obviously, you start doing it and you get more comfortable at it, and that's what happened. But at first, it was really scary. Like, you just don't know. You don't know how you're going to be able to uh, compete with everybody else because you haven't done it in a long time. All right, so from that standpoint, how much do you appreciate the fact that he can play anywhere across the front? Right, right, right. That's a <laughs> – that's a that's – a, Hurt. We were just talking about this today. Yeah. Were you really? Yeah, we were. Just from the standpoint really of playing. just like thinking about moving from like tackle to inside, like on the other side, like how much different it is. We were just talking about it. Just, just, did did from the left tackle standpoint, what, was, did, was it several days? Was it a week? Was there a moment where you went, this is home? I think it was. I'm home. I mean, my, my, everything's right with my hands again. It feels normal to me. I think it was definitely wasn't the second day. I remember the second day was one of the worst days. Uh, it was almost like first day was like okay, second day was like oh no I can't do it I can't. And then the third day it was like uh, I think it was the fourth day I was like okay, I think I'm gonna uh, be able to do it. And then after that it just kept getting better and better. K Mays Darnell Wright. The lineman. The the lineman. We got both linemen. <laughs> Out. How was it for you guys watching? I know it's different for you, Kay, because you know, it's your brother, but like watching one of your guys gut through trying to play basically on, on, on one leg. Mm -hmm. um, I've been there myself. It's it's a fine line between you know wanting to play play for your team, wanting to give your all, but at the same time you're like, well, am I actually am I helping or am I hurting? Because I'm because sure. I'm actually hurt. How was it got? How was it for you guys like just watching Cooper? You know, just give his all, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Coop. I know him. You know, probably better than anybody. I know he's he's got that in him. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a warrior, and he's gonna do anything he can. Like it, it literally like breaks his heart, like to not be out there with all of us. Yeah. Like, breaks his heart. He hates it. But you know, I mean, I just went up to him. Like I, I could tell. Like I knew he was hurt. First drive of the game, I knew. I knew something was wrong. And then it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. And, you know, I'm out there playing. I'm out there blocking. So I don't see what he's got going on inside and stuff. And, you know, he was laying there on the ground. I went and picked him up. And I was just like, if you can't do it, you can't do it. But, I mean, if you still got something in you, let's go. Yeah. And, you know, he, he finished that drive. And then, you know, he came over to the sideline. His pinky was freaking sideways. Yeah. Couldn't hardly walk. And, uh, you know, just he's I mean, a warrior. You can see. You can see. Coop, Coop is another person. Kay, you know, Kay talking about me, athletic ability. When you watch some of the things Coop does, you can see once the game progressed, you know what I'm saying, how he, he was fighting through his injury. Like, you can see – I remember one play he went to reach, and his, his ankle, you know what I'm saying, just it, – it wasn't – it was giving out on him a little bit, and he just couldn't put pressure. He couldn't put power off of it. I remember once he dropped to his knee, uh, still hung on, got back up off his knees, finished the block, finished the reach block, like – He's 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 he he's got some freaky stuff in him that's like even to do it while he's injured like I don't know he's, he's something else like like situations like that kind of brings you closer as a as a mm -hmm. team when you see somebody like giving their all and they can easily make the choice to just sit down right. I mean because you you know you're not gonna blame a guy if he's limping and he can't go mm -hmm. but to see him literally put his body on the line for you guys and for the team to win. 
Like situations like that make you make you close. And we see quarterbacks, you know, fight through injuries and limp and and, and play while they're hurt, and it makes everyone respect the quarterback uh, a lot more. Same case here with Cooper, I think, too. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, just completely gutted it out. And, and this is not any kind of criticism of, of Jerome Carvin at all, but, but you guys seem to function, you know, at, at a different level when Cooper is at center. What, what is it about him at center that, that makes you guys comfortable? And, and how challenging is the center position in, in this offense? I think when Cooper's a center, it puts our best five on the field. Yeah. Um, you know, Jerome still comes in and does a great job at center, gets us all on the right page, still handles our tempo, um, does a great job. But I think when Cooper's a center, it puts our best five guys on the field. And, you know, um, I think when Coop goes down, you know, it just it, – it has to. We have to shovel some pieces around in there, and then you know you just lose that that, that continuity for sure. You know that 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 where you know the guy exactly what the guy beside you is going to do, and, yeah. and that type of thing. Last week, guys, um, your opponent this week uh, went up against Boston College. And I, I'm not trying to provide anybody bullet ball material, but but but, but <laughs> when you. I'm giving you a warning. That's why I said that. You say that every week. I'm, I'm giving you a warning to, you know, let you know, hey, make sure you don't give the other team bulletin board material. That's my warning to you. But seriously, when you see – No, we went in the tackle screen. When you see that Boston College ran the ball for 275 yards, like what's your reaction? Because I'm pretty sure Missouri's going to see some things that, that we were unable to do, and they're going to be licking their chops as well. It's just the way it is. But when you guys see Boston College go for 275 on the ground – you know, as offensive linemen, what's your, what's your reaction? I mean, when you watch that film, you know, they were definitely, you know, making holes for the running backs and stuff. But they do – they run a completely different offense than us. You know, they're big under center, 12-team, mm -hmm. two tight ends in the game, mm -hmm. you know, just pounding it, pounding it, pounding it. And, you know, I mean, we can still do that from a shotgun with the tempo, all that stuff. But, you know, as far as, you know, like the 12 alignment under center, uh, just like a pro-style offense, it's a lot yeah. different. But I mean, it definitely, definitely shows some, shows some, uh, you know, things that we can do, you know, situations we can put them in, and, and hopefully, you know, do the same thing. Good what, answer. Good answer. Ken. Why, why did you guys get back to ground game success? Not that you had been bad the previous games, but, but from a, particularly when you gave the ball to the running back, your running backs had more success against Florida than they had against Pittsburgh or even against Tennessee Tech. What was the difference for you guys in the ground game last week to kind of get it rolling? Um, particularly with the tailbacks? Uh, I think I, I'm going to give you a little analogy. You know what I'm saying? Say, say, you're, say you're hooping, right? Say you're hooping. Okay. And you're down, say you're down five, whatever, and you got a little time left. It's, it seems like you want to go hit the three. You want to go hit the three, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but <laughs> but your coach ever tell you, go get a layup? Yeah. Go get a layup. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Just get back base. Go back to your basics, you know what I'm saying? Like, run the ball and – you know what I'm saying? Nothing special. You know, there's nothing special about it sometimes. Sometimes you just need to put it down, run it on the ground. Get, go you, get a layup. You can you hoop? You've been talking about a lot of hoops lately. Well, hey, hey, can you somebody, hoop? somebody show them the film. <laughs> can somebody you show them the film. Uh, Who's the best hooper on the team? Show them the, uh, Definitely Darnell. Darnell, Darnell the best show, basketball player? Wait, on the whole team? On the whole team? Not on the whole team. Not on the whole team. In the whole line room. Okay. No, what, what, sure. what about the whole okay. team? Is that, wait, hold on. Uh, hold on a minute. Right, actually, Henny is nice at basketball. He almost, he almost, he almost ducked him. <laughs> I go, yeah. <laughs> he almost ducked him. I mean, Henny was an athlete. In high, a lot of people thought he was going to be a wide receiver in college. Really? Yeah. A lot of people thought coming out, of, if it didn't work for him at, at quarterback, um, 
you know, if he, he didn't become a polished enough passer quarterback, he might end up being a college wide receiver. So he, he was a good athlete. Is there a second, quote, good basketball player in the O-line room? Or are you just are you just burying a guy in the block and just turning up and laying it in the goal? Is, is that your oh, basketball no. skill? I'm taking him out. I'm taking him out to the – You're not facing up. Are you facing up? If I, if I got to, I got to. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Second best hooper in the room. Second best athlete in the room. Is it Coop? Cooper can't play basketball. Cooper can't play basketball, but he's definitely athletic. I don't know if he could play basketball. Definitely can't play basketball. Yeah. RJ? RJ, yeah, RJ. I mean, RJ played like travel, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I still, you know, catch a body in the paint. But hey, you know who think he nice? Did you ever play? K-Rod think he nice. K-Rod <laughs> does think he nice. Did, did, he did you play I did. I hit, you know, I was a middle school hooper. Um, actually hit multiple game winners my seventh grade year. <laughs> you know, I was averaging 14 a game, you know, like 10 rebounds. Is it on but is I, it I, video? Hated, I hated basketball. No, I was so seventh grade basketball. Like, I didn't even make the varsity, like, middle school team. I was on, like, the backup team. I was still turned though. I hated basketball so much because all the running up and down on the court. So, I would, like, I'd get real rough in the paint and try to foul out. Go sit down, man. Forget this. I hated basketball. And a stunning development. Cade was was rough at something. Uh, we're all we're all shocked by that dude. Cade did not like the lack of physicality. <laughs> why, why did you not play? Remind me why you did not play football in middle school. Oh, I was just it was my age because I'm I'm actually supposed to be like a year younger, right? I'm supposed to be like a soft like. Uh, middle school. It's not. He's too oh. old to be out here. He's looking too big. He's too like, old here's my to social here. security card. <laughs> like I'm just my playing. Like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> they think I'm cheating or something. Nah, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't want my kid going up against you either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want that at at all. And and what position did you play in middle school? Because you were not an offensive tackle. Oh, look, we can pull up the film right now. I I got a pick at uh, safety. And I and I and I got a uh, a strip touchdown at linebacker. I couldn't could run the ball. I had a sticker on my helmet. Yeah, you had an X on your helmet. <laughs> so I was stripping folks. It's like you, right? Your pick six yes, got denied when you like, had that. I remember like that me. story. Oh, so so you always. I mean, you thought you were always going to be a defensive guy, right? Oh, That's yeah. what you always wanted to play. Yeah. Why? Uh, honestly, just because you can. Maybe it's like there's not there's not a better feeling than you know what I'm saying. Offense runs a play, and like you stop the play. Like as an offensive lineman, I could pancake somebody. We still might this play might go on, but if I'm if I DN, I cook somebody, I tackle them, <laughs> stop the play. Like I did that, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you ever talked to Hypo about you know playing playing on defense? Hey, he put me in a little a little. No, The day I was in Huntington, he was he was complaining like, Coach, let me play some D. Let me play some D. I gotta play defense. He's like defensive end. Coach, well, you, Billy was like, will you stop. Just will you go over there and play some? All I need you to do is block this That's guy. That's it. If you'd have put me at tight end, I would have said no. Oh, he wanted tight end. He wanted. I mean, he wanted to play everything but offensive tackle. What what number are you again? Fifty eight. Fifty eight. It's not gonna work. Yeah, you can't catch a pass fifty eight all day. You gotta change the number, man. And he's not gonna go with a number change. No, no, no. We don't need any more duplicate numbers that we got on this team right now. We got enough of those. We don't need that. But I do want you to catch a touchdown pass, though. Little tackle eligible. Yeah, go goal line. Yeah, man, make it happen. Have y'all ever had the catfish here? Yes, it's it's pretty legit. Yes, yes, it's pretty legit. I'm gonna try it tonight. Yes, it's pretty legit. Get the catfish. They got coleslaw. Yes, they got coleslaw. Gotta get the coleslaw. They got greens. (laughs) Get me a. You'll be okay. You, 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 trust me, you're not. You're gonna be fine. You, we're gonna take good care of you. Yes, get some good news. <laughs> what's, what's your go-to sides here, Kate? Man, I don't have any go-tos. I kind of get it. Like, I rotate them. Like the first week, I got two things. Next week, I got two things. I like the um, the fried okra is good. 
Um, probably with my fish tonight. Probably get some fries. You got to get fries with fish. Mm -hmm. Make some baked beans. Baked beans are good. Okra and greens. Okra and greens is how it rolls out of here. That, that's for sure. That's at uh, Gus's world famous fried chicken. All right, let's talk about off the off the field. You guys are you guys are friends. You talk about how close you guys are, right? Your buddies. Sounds like it. Why? What? I mean, why? What? What clicks? What's the personality? What is it? Is it just a mindset you two have? Is it? I mean, why, why did you guys click? Because you're not the same age, different paths uh, to get here. Why did it click? That's honestly a great question. I've never yeah. really thought why. Listen, I tell you we're why. So, we're coming. We're like. Well, this, this is exactly it? why. Let me okay, tell you. Say it. It's because he he's so uptight. He's always so serious. He's always <laughs> no. I'm not. Well, not listen. <laughs> not 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 outside in a of serious football, setting. In a serious setting, he's very serious. In a serious setting, I'm not serious at all. I'm actually less serious than I should be. Like you know what I'm saying? I think it evens it out pretty good. For sure, it makes a good balance. But like off the field, like yeah, off the field with you. Off the field is just like good vibes and like Coop, like anytime Darnell's there, like Darnell's hanging out, like it's always me, Coop, Darnell. You know, like Jerome, Kron, like Kingston, like all the guys, mm -hmm. like we're all there, and like it's always just good vibes. Like last year during COVID, um, like we go out and eat and stuff, and like it was a whole O line. Like we're always just, you know. How it. how fun is it that you can have those vibes and there's not that there's not there's not the COVID oh, no, say it stress. Again, say it again, those what? Those vibes? Is that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Can you say it right? No, he cool, he cool, he cool. Okay. It did, you know what I'm saying? This, this show's got a lot of stress on it tonight. Darnell's putting a lot of stress. How, how nice is it to be able to just kind of hang out? Where, where you guys couldn't last year? I mean, we still did last year. So, I mean, it's, it's really the same thing. Like, like during the whole, the first lockdown, like the first two months of lockdown, we, you know, everybody stayed separated because, like, everybody's like, oh, we're going to die from COVID, like, stuff like that. Like, the whole first two months, like, like it was real deal serious. Like, don't, like, don't come over to my house. Like, if I need, if you need something from my place, like, I leave it outside. Yeah. But like, after yeah. the first two months, you know, when when the season really started and like fall camp kicked up, like it was like we were always hanging out with each other. We, you know, go get something to eat on a Wednesday night. That's what we need to do. We need to go to Copper Cellar tomorrow night. Oh yeah, I don't need the wings. Any place, any place that has wings, yeah, I'm there. They got wings here. Y'all can sit right here and hang out after the show. Right. Hang out. Have you some wings? You getting catfish today? I might get a wing though. Got to get a wing. What that's a go through. That's a go through. That's a go through right there. That is a go to. All right, all right. For for you guys, you talk about Boston College. What what do you when you watch the tape? You talked about the need to finish. What what are you building off of? What for you personal games? What are you building off of from the first four weeks going into this one, including last week? For for you in your individual game. What are you focused on? What are you building off of moving forward? Uh, specifically? Like, yeah, like what do you – I mean, you know, don't get so technical. Nobody right, knows what right, you're right, talking right. about. Okay, but, like, right. I mean, is it pass pro? Is it your run block? Is it uh, – what do you like about what you're doing right now? What are you, work, what are you focusing on improving on? Um, I'd say for me personally, I'm, I'm, I want to, I like, be more attentive to the little details, like the last, the last bit of the play. Like when you, when you think you've completed your block, that little extra mile you go to just finish it, stamp it, you know what I'm saying, it's all over. What about you, Kate? Um, I'd say something I've emphasized really this year with my bump out to tackle. Um, a lot of people thought that I couldn't play tackle, I couldn't protect the quarterback. And I feel like I've done a good job the first four weeks um, just continuing to do that, getting better with my hands, you know, getting more comfortable in my set. Because, you know, I've only been playing tackle for, you know, since fall camp. 
Um, just getting comfortable with my set, comfortable with my hands, still finishing in the run game, you know, getting good fits. Um, all that good O-line stuff. You, you play, Last week you guys played a, a blitz-heavy team. You know, they get exotic and, and come sure. different stuff. Does Missouri do a lot of that? Or are they a little more straight up uh, than you played? More, they're a little more four-down base. Um, last year, you know, they got – or I think this year they got a new defensive coordinator. Last year they were a big, like, odd front team. This year they're big four-down. Um, a lot of add-ons from the linebackers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, basic coverages on the back end, just the base team. Do you like that? Is that is that an easier, I, I, or, or, or do you kind of like the I don't really the have a I don't really have a, game with have a preference. Um, you know, if the defense is exotic, you just got to make sure all you know all five of your guys are keyed into like the exotic things. Uh, like for example, last week Florida was running like a they'd have a like a three like a three a three technique and a five technique on the backside, mm -hmm. and then on the front side they'd have a front side shade four eye and an overhang. So it looks like odd on the front side with a shade, but on the back side it looks like an even front. So I mean it's really hard um, to get everybody on the same page. But if everybody's keyed into those things, then you know it, it doesn't matter. You know I mean we're gonna go block stuff right. But you know with a four down team you just gotta. I mean everybody's gonna do something that's challenge that's challenging to an offense. Mm -hmm. So if you're keyed into it, you're gonna be fine. How much better are you at getting prepared that way, mentally, being keyed in? How, how much better have you gotten in your mental preparation, Darnell? Uh, I, I mean, tenfold. Just being knowing what your opponent is going to do before they do it is the ultimate. It's the ultimate advantage. Like just being keyed into everything. It's just there's nothing better than knowing what they're going to do before they do it and knowing what to expect. When, when did you? When did you get to that point? I mean, were there, was there a game where last year, freshman year, or this year, where you're like, hey, man, I, I know, like he was talking about, you know, DB's in his hip pocket, like he knows the route, but you feel like you know what's coming. You know, when, when you get to the line, you're not like, wait a minute, what is this? What is that? I mean, you got to, you know what's coming. Was there yeah. kind of a moment or a game where you felt that way? Yeah, uh, I'd say, you obviously, you progress over the years and you learn sure. things, but when I was really young, I remember uh, I didn't realize. I didn't, it's, it's, it's a really simple, it's really simple. Say if you get, say if you had a normal 4-2, you get one of your backers, they come off the edge. Well, I didn't, I didn't understand that the defense has to play their gap. I didn't understand that everyone has a position that they're going to. You know, in high school, you might think they're just running around wild and just, well, not wild, but they, you think they don't really have an assigned gap. Everyone plays their gap and everyone has an assignment on the defense. So once you start understanding that, you can understand where they're going to be and where they're supposed to be, and you can anticipate it. And it was something I learned. It was really simple, but it, was, it helps. Kate, what's going to be the message from you to the offensive line? You got a lot of you know, playing time under your belt. Uh, you played at home, day games, night games. You've been on the road, day game, night games. But this is the first away game at noon, and it's just, it's just different having to get up super early. And it's noon for you guys because you know you're Eastern time, but really it's going to be 11 a.m. Yeah, local early. time. So like, it's it's getting up a, a extra hour early. So sure. what's what's your message to your offensive line about just getting yourself ready to go super super early? Because you know you, you like these type of games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I played at Missouri at 11 a.m. before um, my freshman year. Um, just when you go to bed that night, like you got to be ready to play then because there's not enough time in the morning to wake up and get yourself ready. So like when you go to bed that night. You have to be keyed into everything. You got to be ready to play when you go to sleep. So when you wake up, you know you're you're waking up. You're ready to go because there's not enough time to you know wake up drowsy and get going. 
Like, you got to be ready as soon as your feet hit the floor. When was the wake-up call? Like, what time did you guys wake up? Back when? then? Yeah, like 6.30. You remember? Yeah. 6.30? Which would be like, that, oh, are you talking about here? You talking about mm -hmm. no, last time about when, he, when he went to Missouri, when he was a, he played an early game. Yeah, it was there. a noon game. So six thirty, wake up. That's like a normal wake up right now because you got morning practice anyway. Right. You're you're a, you're a noon guy. I mean, you like the early games, right? Yeah, for sure. You an early game guy, or do you you prefer to play at night? Oh, or late afternoon. I mean, when that when they blow that whistle, just. I'm gonna be there. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't bother you either way. Nah. I mean, you, I mean, you think you can mentally. Get as ready for a noon game as you would a night game. Yeah, like he got he got to say it don't matter. I mean, it's not like he, I know, he, but he's gonna admit that anyway. Like, I mean, I really don't. But 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 some people will at least like he will acknowledge he likes it. Like noon when you game. think about it, like if I asked him last week, Jason, y'all well, playing at night? Dude, would you prefer a noon game? He go, yeah, I prefer a noon game. But I, I knew he'd be ready to play. I'm not suggesting like when he's you, not gonna get out of bed and be ready to play. Come on, man. When you, you get, think about it, from the time of your pregame meal to game time. It's the same amount of time. It's the same block of time no matter what time your game is. So, I mean, after pregame meal, before warm-ups, you know, to get ready, get stretched out, all that stuff. So, I mean, it's the same block of time. It's just earlier. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just pasta. Let's, it's let's pasta for I'm breakfast. Not a, I'm not sure. a morning person, but, uh, I mean, I'm disciplined enough to know that when it's a morning game, like, because I'm a night owl, I stay up. If I, if I don't have, you know what I'm saying, if I just, I just, I find myself staying up later than probably most people or whatever, because I'm a night owl, whatever you want to call it. So I, I'm a disciplined enough to know when it's game when, it, when I have a game tomorrow. Like I'm going to sleep. There's no ifs ands or buts. Like whatever I got to do, I'm going to sleep. So you like games, Jason? Any time of the day, right? That was your deal. No, my deal was I like playing sorry teams early, <laughs> so I can go out after the game, see my family, see my friends, go to the club, whatever. And that's when I was a freshman sophomore. As I got older, I didn't really care about that stuff anymore. Uh, but when you play against the, the, the premier teams, like, you know, a good non-conference game like Kyle or Bama or Florida, Georgia, I would want those games to be at night because I want to give the fans enough time to get themselves lathered up, get themselves prepared to be loud. So, yeah, it just depends, man. It depends on the opponent. So, that was my philosophy. You like noon games on the road? You like early games on the road? We played Memphis on the road my senior year. Ooh, I loved it. I loved it. We, we clapped those cheeks, and then we came right on back to Knoxville, and I was able to go out that night. It was great. It was lovely. It was new lovely. Games, new games on the road are straight because, I mean, you like the night games, we didn't get home till 3 o'clock. I, ha I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, because, we watched I mean, a little movie, though. You know, we did watch a little movie. It was cool. Like, the, the trip was cool. But, I mean, like, when you get home at 3 o'clock, then you sleep till noon. Then your whole Sunday, your day off is gone. I mean, it's just not ideal. Yeah. You play a noon game on uh, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. You're home by six o'clock. We'll just call it six yeah. o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. seven o'clock. Get to do whatever you want to do that night. You know, eat a good dinner. Yada yada yada. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Then I mean, you're in bed. You wake up the next morning. You enjoy your whole Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right, I'm just asking. I, I mean, I'm, I hate, I'm, I'm with I, Kay. I hate I mean, sleeping until like I hate. He's getting uptight. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he? Is he? Is he he's he's hard. I, I, he's hard. I, I hate start, sleeping. He's starting to twitch. You know? I hate sleeping until like noon. Blood if I sleep until noon, I feel like the whole day is wasted. <laughs> I can't stand it. And, and, and you would sleep to noon every day if you could, right? No, he sleeps till 4 p.m. Never awake. Yeah, I'm. Man, what a what a what a great. Uh, show today with you guys, man. Hanging out with the offensive lineman. The offensive lineman got personality too. Don't know, right? Got personality. I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to to pick him off. 
nobody. I mean, th- this has been. I, I left West Virginia and I went. I got. I drove up here and I got nothing out of this guy. I got nothing. He was super nice, super polite, but you got nothing out of him. So he's um, he's a storyteller now. I mean, I like guy, guy can host, be good, man. He can host his own show if he wants to. I like. He's, he's I like. rolling. It's fun. He's playing well too. Both you guys. Uh, I know you're looking forward to getting back on the field and the challenge this week sure. and, and having another opportunity, um, you know, to build on what you guys have gotten done so far and, and continue to, to grow in this offense and, and try to get all 11 people on the, page, on the same play, on the same page at the same time, right? No doubt. Should be no fun. Doubt. Should be fun. Should be fun. Guys, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being here tonight at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. Watching. This is Darnell Wright, Cade Mays, Jason Swain. I'm the guy who has no reason and no – purpose of being here but thanks for joining us have a great night everybody